0: the homemakers club podcast the homemakers club is a sisterhood of women who value the old-fashioned ways and traditions of making a house a home as you listen in each week to conversation between myself and a fellow homemaker it is my hope that you'll feel as though we are old friends and you are stopping by my home for a long-standing weekly tradition of sweet tea and sweet conversation As good old friends do, we will celebrate the simplicities of ordinary days and come alongside one another to navigate the joys and hardships of homemaking. It is my prayer that when we say our goodbyes at the end of each episode, you leave with a heart that is enriched and filled with provision, so that when you tie your apron strings each morning, you are joyfully ready to create a beautiful and fruitful life within your home. Grab a cup of tea and I'll meet you at the kitchen table. everyone welcome to the homemakers club podcast today I have my friend Katie Campbell you can find her on Instagram at under the sassafras I I am just overjoyed to have her with me today and I think that y'all will really love her she has the heart of a lion and she is just the sweetest little thing and Really, I've met her through the Homemakers Club, and my life has been blessed and enriched by her heart and the wisdom she shares, and so I just think y'all will absolutely adore her and this conversation, and then I invite you to head over to her Instagram account and say hello, make friends with her. I'm Katie. Welcome to the Homemakers Club podcast. Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much. It's just such a blessing to be here. I'm so grateful that you said yes. I'd like to take a moment to invite you to introduce yourself to the women listening and tell us a little bit about where you are currently in your homemaking journey.
1: Sure, I'd love to.
0: Well, I feel like we are just, we're so
1: blessed to follow alongside you in this calling because it's just so encouraging and uplifting. And most importantly, I feel like it's strengthening to our souls as homemakers. We are just a simple farm town family. And it's funny because when you asked me to do the podcast, I thought, why? I am so simple. I'm just a simple mom. We have a little hobby farm where we teach our kids at home and just enjoy the simple pleasures of life.
0: Learning who is in the homemaking community and their stories, it's just such a beautiful opportunity to find relatability with women because there are so many women that just are at home, tending home, raising babies, and it's just so uplifting to know that there are other women just doing the same old things, cooking and cleaning (laughs) and living their lives and devoted to their home life. And my heart has been so enriched just by having that knowing. It's just been so special. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Where do you think your heart for home came from, I'd love to know a little bit about your roots. I'd love for you to share where that came from, maybe some women that have impacted that magnificence in your journey. Sure. I feel like it's such a part of my testimony
1: as a person because, you know, we hear so many stories on here so far with the podcast and with things shared on Instagram, and it's so beautiful. And I love hearing all of these stories. Because I feel like they give me such a perspective for the wide array of moms and homemakers and wives who are out there. And my story, I feel like, is a little bit different because I was just raised in such a rich heritage of homemakers at home. I mean, it started with great, great grandmas in a teeny tiny house in Pennsylvania. So, you know, I feel like the stories of homemaking just go back so far. And, you know, my journey started when I could walk. My mom, she stayed at home and she would thrift and she would sew and she would cook in the kitchen. You know, the majority of the time we ate at home, we rarely ever went out to eat. And so I just grew up watching those skills that we're all looking for on Instagram to learn, you know, she did the canning and homemade bread helped us to see the good in many different aspects of life. And then, you know, as we all do, I set out on my own journey to college and a career, but my heart was still in homemaking and being at home. And I, since that, you know, going off into that career, I knew that deep down that I would end up being at home full time. And so I met my husband right out of high school. And When I met him, he was actually with his grandma, and he was at our church, and instantly I noticed this relationship that he had with his grandma, and she was one of those people that just radiated hospitality. Like, when you were around her, she just wanted to dote on you and cook for you, and you know, I had all of that upbringing and heritage in the home and saw why home was so important, And then I'm going out on this journey on my own, looking at possibly getting married one day. And she was just like my icing on the cake with homemaking. We would spend Sundays, my husband and I would spend Sundays with her at her house and she would cook from scratch. She would listen to like old hymns on the radio and her traditional skills that she had were just something that I absorbed at that time. And then, you know, I ended up going and being a teacher. I was actually a classroom teacher. And that was almost like an extension of my home in the classroom, molding little hearts and helping them in first grade. And then I ended up,
0: you know, being drawn to staying at home full time. That is so special. I think that that's something that so many women in the homemaking community, whether or not, their upbringing is similar to yours, or even my own. That's a little bit different. A lot of us share the heart for homemaking as the idea that we want to be legacy builders and change kind of the the discourse of our family's um, future by implementing these old skills or the time within our home. And so it's just so special that you have a generational backbone on both sides of your family that is helping you um, as you navigate this in your home. Did your mom impart any wisdom on you or your husband's grandmother that you just have held near and dear to your heart? One thing that comes to mind for me is that
1: my parents both will just be the constant reminder that. God builds the home. And when he is at the center, every piece of goodness will flow from it. And that's really where it's all at. And I mean, you know, we can, no matter what our story is, there's always hope. There's always hope there. And I think that's what a lot of us as homemakers are desiring. Like when we come to this community, we want hope. It might be hope that we can not kill our sourdough starter. (laughs) (laughs) Or it might be hope for big, deep things, you know, like I'm not going to mess up with raising my kids because that's a big, deep thing where voices doubt can come in. And I feel like one thing that my mom and Garrett's grandma in the short time that I was allowed to be around her and know her, you know, she passed away when our daughter was born. But the things that they would instill in me, confidence that home is worth it, that being a homemaker and investing in your home, which you and I know is the heart more so than it is like the skills in a home and the cleaning and that stuff is important, but it's not as important as the heart that it's worth it. All of this is, and it's something that you carry with you all your days.
0: How do you maintain that hope? Because I know that a lot of women and I myself, I go through seasons of like, I'm just exhausted or a little burnt out or, you know, the way the world is on some days, it feels heavier than others. It's easy sometimes to feel less than or you start comparing yourself or whatever. And so it's easy to get off course in our efforts within our homes. And so how do you maintain that? hope that your efforts in your home are going to make a difference for your children as they are children right now and for your husband and then as they grow and the future generations of your family line how do you maintain that hope like what do you do are there things you practice habits you have people you talk to how do you do that yeah well
1: I feel like that's a very valid question because A lot of times when we have situations in our life that seem hopeless to us, that's our first reaction is, how do I have hope? Mm -hmm. And you instantly turn to someone who does right then, and you're like, how do I have hope? And I feel like that right there, that image is something that's really important. And that's how it helps feed your hope is surrounding yourself with eternal minded influences. And you know, we can be mentors and homemakers and heart shapers with so many people. And, you know, I've heard lots of different homemakers on the podcast talk about this, you know, you'll have people come in and out of your life. So surrounding yourself with influences that are like that, I feel like is so helpful that they won't help you foster the negativity in your life or or being stuck in that rut, you know, because sometimes we can get stuck there. I especially can. I mean, Just because I'm hopeful today doesn't mean I'm hopeful every single day. And we all go through struggles. And one thing that I did glean from my parents was to always be mindful about what you're reading, what you're watching, and what you're listening to. And is it feeding you truth? And if it is, then you're on the right track. And that alone can help pull you out of that thinking. And you know, one of the other things that I'll always say, and you're going to giggle when I mention her, but is gleaning from other true mentors. And Sally, she just pours out that fuel of joy and intention, hope, so much hope in what she writes. So, you know, even my mom at her
0: age, she values the resources that Sally puts out I joke with my husband saying that Sally Clarkson is the fairy godmother of homemaking (laughs) because everything she shares um, with her voice, she has a podcast, which I'll include the link for her podcast in the podcast notes because I think that anybody in any season could find value from her. She's (laughs) well-seasoned. she's raised up children. I love what you were saying about what you've gleaned from your mom. And I'm just like an ongoing reflection about what we bring in and what we consume into our hearts. Because a lot of times it's easy to go down a rabbit hole when we're already discontent or just kind of struggling a little bit Mm -hmm. and, and fill our time with things that are going to allow for us to stay in that right versus the other. And so one thing that I've been really cautious and aware of recently is what input I allow into my life. I'm not like unfriending friends or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but I'm holding higher value in the things that are fueling what I need right now in the season that I'm in. So it's um, certain people, it's like you said, the music that we listen to, the books we're reading, and so like currently right now, I've just had this craving of calm, and so My son actually recently was like, mom, why do we always have like classical music on? I said, well, (laughs) I just need (laughs) it. It's just where I'm at right now. I need calm and I need quiet reflection and I need to work with my hands. And so it's like an awareness of self so that way I can pour into my home. And so I think that all aids in The idea of maintaining hope and putting into our hearts Mm -hmm. and in our ears and in our eyes tools and provisions that lift us up so that way we can either come back into hopeful homemaking or maintain where we're at right now if we are in a healthy place.
1: You know,
0: one thing my mom would always tell me,
1: she would say it's okay to say no. It's always okay to say no if you know It's not good, and that's something that has stuck with me in my
0: head. It's really powerful because those voices really impact us in a really profound way, whether it's positive or negative. Like, we have the whole world at our fingertips where we can either engage or disengage from the voices like Mm -hmm. you said that are impacting our lives in the current situations that we come into and I think that's such a beautiful part of social media and having the internet and things at our fingertips is we have the power to choose and it's not like a permanent decision it's a seasonal decision we're like those vessels of all of the
1: good things in our families not to downsize our husbands if we're married you know i know there's homemakers who are listening who may not be married but we are the bearers of i think you and i talked about this of the good mood or yes. you know the truth that's brought to the table and we were going to be impacting and absorbing the world that was just around us and so social media opened up this whole new thing where we have to discern between the voices and decide, you know, what am I going to let go into my heart? How much is too much of a certain thing? Cause there's always too much
0: of anything of the world. We also as homemakers, that's our role within our calling mm-hmm. really is. Wow. So the Lord, like you said, builds the home, but it's our job as women within our homes to be like that cornerstone, if you will, within it. And so the input that we bring and the output we pour into our homes really sets the tone and the mood within the home. And if we're centered on goodness and truth and in beauty and creating beauty and, and really, Really, I believe in a constant awareness and something that I didn't understand in my earlier seasons of homemaking and a constant awareness of what I need in that season so that I can pour Mm -hmm. best into my home and the people that are entrusted in my care. a friend of mine told
1: me one time when I was just making a commitment to homemaking, and it was a really, it was a tough season for me. And I just knew that I had to follow what God was telling me to do. And she told me, she said, Katie, it's a sacred honor to be a mother. And she was talking about mothering, but you know, it applies to homemaking in general, even if you don't have children. But those words just stuck with me. She said, it's a sacred honor.
0: When you said homemaking isn't easy, it, it reminded me of a handful of messages I've received from women saying, yeah, but it's so hard like to seek the good and create the good ongoing and and like I was talking earlier about the knowing, you have to know that every woman who is pouring into her home goes through seasons. And yeah. it is if I could pray like one thing. For the women in the Homemakers Club and the women who have yet to even discover the Homemakers Club that are at home pouring into their homes right now, it would just be knowing that other women are out there doing the same thing, feeling the same way. They're not different because Mm -hmm. they're in a season of just like almost wanting to give up because I've been there where I'm like, gosh, I, I cook and I clean and I do all the things. And sometimes I feel unappreciated or no one I know in, a, in real life are doing the same things that I am. Or maybe I should be out there like chasing a career like a lot of the people in, in society today. Homemaking is hard. It's a daily commitment, but there's a knowing that i've adapted within my heart that i know that women are out there doing the same thing that i am and and also knowing what i need to overcome the hardships of mm-hmm. homemaking and and that awareness, knowing and an awareness that calls us to action is something that I pray over the homemaking community on a daily basis. So then that way they can seek the things that they need to either get out of the rut or to keep going because their work is magnificent. It's creating the legacy of home for future generations, for our world. I really believe that homemaking is going to impact civilization for a really positive way. Huge. It's a ministry, you know, like
1: it's way easier to avoid ministry because ministry is not easy. Like it, it is the crazy town road where you have all the roadblocks and you have all of the struggles that In the end, there's a piece to that. Like you, you know that you're doing the right thing. I actually wrote down this quote because I actually take notes from these podcasts because they really feed my soul so much truth. And Alex Smith that you had on, she said something great is happening here, no matter what it looks like. And she said that and I feel that way over the whole we are the homemakers community, something great is happening here and it doesn't have to look picture perfect
0: and it doesn't matter what it looks like Mm -hmm. yeah and then if we could like replay those words that she spoke like something great's happening here in my home Right. It's not going to happen if I'm sitting scrolling Instagram for six hours a day and then all of a sudden in your home, Mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to create greatness within our home in, in those simple moments that you were speaking about, or like your mama saying like, come in here, I'm going to teach you how to do whatever, make a sauce or whatever it (laughs) is like those moments, something great is happening here and we have to have the faith to know that our efforts are valuable and they're magnificent and our consistency and habit within our homes is what's going to create that culture that we all so deeply care about we have to believe in ourselves and we have to be able to adapt and tend to our hearts so then that way we can do that and then pour um into others so that way they can do it and monitor what we what we read what we listen to what we see like you said in mm-hmm. the voices it's just really powerful I'm going to ask you one more question before we wrap this up what do you think well I guess two questions what is the biggest hardship? <laughs> you, and, you and I could talk forever I know though. we can, uh, which is so fun. And that's why I love the Homemakers Club because it's just an opportunity for fellowship and it's so awesome. Okay. What is the biggest hardship in your homemaking journey that you have overcome so far? Like oh, what is that's the a most good difficult thing? I'll go first. I feel like you oh, go you'll first? go first. Yes. I'll go yes. First. And then you can think about, well, I'm since I just caught you off guard. Okay. I'm I think my biggest hardship in homemaking is the idea that I am living the life I've always wanted right now. I hmm. used to compare and contrast on a really big level as to what I'm a cheerleader, okay? Like I naturally think everyone's awesome. I I was too girl. I, just, I <laughs> love everyone so much and I could cheer them on and I just think it's great. But what happens is that I'm like, well maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I started getting confused as to like where I should be spending my time. And when I had the moment of like, but wait a minute, I'm actually living the life I've always wanted. In that moment, all of a sudden I became free to be who I've always wanted to be, which is a homemaker. And recently, and I should actually share it on Instagram at some point, but I had to fill out like a questionnaire at the orthodontist, I think it was. And it's that occupation. And I wrote homemaker and I put a heart next to it and it made me laugh and I actually recorded myself. Like <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to pull my phone out and record this for the homemakers club <laughs> to share I with the women it. because it was like a proud moment of like, I am a homemaker and I represent every woman in the homemakers club right this moment while I write homemaker is my occupation <laughs> because I'm proud of it. But it was that moment where I was going down a rabbit hole for years of like business ideas or maybe I should go to school for this or maybe I should be doing this or maybe I should start this business. And I was like numb and sleepy to my role within my home until the moment I realized, wait a second, I am living the life I always wanted. And so that's how I overcame that. And now when someone asks me what I do, I say homemaker, but now since the Homemakers Club, it's even more proudful. Like I wear a badge. When I wear my (laughs) Homemakers Club t-shirts, I'm wearing like a badge that represents every woman who has decided to take that on as her life's work. What's your biggest hardship, you think? I feel like my biggest hardship since I'm such a creative
1: heart is wanting to make such beauty within my home. So, you know, you were talking about scrolling and seeing all these beautiful images of everything. And I shared a little bit about the testimony that God took me through with like coveting and kind of wanting things. And I think that was one of my biggest hardships of homemaking was wanting everything to be beautiful. But my mom actually helped me to remember so much of homemaking is the heart. And she would always tell me, she would be like, Katie, you don't want it to be a shrine because they're never going to want to come back. I would love, I actually really enjoy sweeping floors and organizing and all of that stuff. I'm such a homemaking nerd. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love it. Because I really enjoy it so much to where I can get caught up in that and I can want it to be beautiful but I can ignore what I need to do with sitting down and playing go fish with my four year old because she wants to play go fish. And one thing I learned in my home growing up was time is so important. And when you give time to your children, you're giving everything, you're giving everything of you, you're giving up what you want to do. And so for me, the hardship is my thermometer again on that balance it's something that never truly goes away it's something we have to keep in check but I would say that's probably the top one and my friends who know me know that I love I love beautiful things and I love to clean and they'll even catch me when I come to their house. They'll be like, "I can help you, you know, <laughs> organize something if you want." Which is just a love language of mine. So it's just balancing that I feel like, and I'm just thankful that God and my mom both to help keep me in check with that and remind
0: me of what's true. That is amazingly powerful, and I'd really like for you to come help me because I <laughs> love that, and I love cleaning, and I love organizing, and I feel more at peace when like the idea of less is more like when Mm -hmm. things are clean and tidy and organized and I don't have a ton of clutter like I just feel at peace I love going to hotels and they're like kind of sterile feeling but I'm like so, this is so nice <laughs> like there's nothing I need to organize or clean here I crave that but in, right now I'm in a se- season of like absolute busy and um, mm-hmm. I've had to turn the other cheek on some yes you have to in those
1: busy seasons. and it's hard. hard whenever we're busy there has to be something that takes the back seat and a lot of times we're not happy with what has to take a back seat when we're busy but sometimes it's just the way it is and we have to try to be okay with it yep. and, and you know so- i would fly out there and help you if you weren't all the way
0: across the country <laughs> i know we're way on the other side but there is something beautiful about the idea and knowing that seasons come and seasons go if you're a warrior in a season You can start thinking of ideas and things that you you emotionally or physically need that will actually start, like, rolling the ball to help you get out of a displeasing season. And we have the power to do that, and that's just so – it's all part of the knowing and awareness of who we are and and, and the idea that seasons come and seasons go, and we can help kind of move them along by – the input that we bring into our hearts i feel like that's so much of um just my foundation and if you were to ask me
1: i would say like faithfulness is just so important because keeping him at the center and it just helps to bring out that rich heritage that we're really wanting through homemaking is where it's at just it's so um powerful
0: it really is what is, this is the last question and we're going to wrap this up, Miss Katie, but what is one piece of advice that you would give to the homemakers listening right now? What's one thing that you would encourage the homemaking community with today? I know you've imparted a whole lot of wisdom on my heart through my journey. I'm being a little bit redundant, but
1: hope hope just us propelling forward in goodness. Homemaking is worth it. It's worthwhile. And you have a whole community of people who are here to find the beauty in the ordinary and just, you know, rejoice in the old fashioned ways, like you say, of making the house a home. Just rely on that truth and those good voices and it'll bring up that hope and faithfulness in homemaking all of us I mean when we keep doing this and people keep sharing their testimonies it's just gonna keep fueling faith that all of this is worth it
0: I couldn't agree more and I'm so grateful that you I am um, decided to share your heart I'm um, in your journey with us if I could encourage any of the women listening it would be like you said have faith and endurance. Mm-hmm. And knowing that your efforts are incredibly magnificent and powerful and to keep up the good work because not only are we changing lives within our homes and for future generations but together we are all walking each other home so katie thank yeah, you so beautiful. much <laughs> for being my friend Thanks. and being on the Thanks. podcast Yes. Thank
1: you. And I, it was just such an honor. And I feel just blessed by it. You know, my dad would always say when you go out and you mentor in his name, he sees you right back. Like you say, to put on your apron and tie your strings. I didn't say it the same way as you. I said it in a Southern voice. But to put on that apron and tie your strings and just having that hope and confidence.
0: It's just you, you've blessed my heart today, I- I love you so much thank you for doing this being brave with me yes thank you thank y'all for being here and for the work you are doing within your homes and sharing home with the world i believe with my whole heart that every day the more we share home and the art of homemaking we are upholding the way in which home was intended to be productive fruitful and beautiful Though your days may seem ordinary, little by little you are building something quite extraordinary. Keep up the good work, my friends. If you haven't already, I encourage you to join our sisterhood on Instagram at We Are The Homemakers for daily encouragement and fellowship. And of course, subscribe here as well. We Are The Homemakers Gathered for Good. See y'all next week.